0: Welcome back to Master Your Mansion, where we help you keep your money in your wallet as opposed to somebody else's wallet and your family out of the hospital. Heidi Hansen. Hey. The peaches and cream to, uh, I was going to say something like, uh, you'd be the cream, I'd be the peaches, but I'm not even the peaches. <laughs> I'm, I'm maybe the bowl. The maybe peaches and cream the in gra- the outfit. Maybe you're the
1: graham crackers, I yeah. like peaches with whipped cream and graham crackers. I'm thinking crackers. more like the potatoes,
0: crackers. but... <laughs> Peaches and cream and potatoes just doesn't work, right? <laughs> oh. So, speaking of things that should not be in the kitchen, let's talk about kitchen safety, should we?
1: Hey, I'm probably an expert at this. Yeah. Are you? But I, I'm not saying I don't rely on you for all the expert
0: stuff. Uh, yeah, you know what an expert is.
1: <laughs>
0: Guy from out of state. <laughs> and I know you have a family.
1: I do, and I spend a lot of time in the kitchen.
0: You know, I asked a guy yesterday, I was doing an inspection for him. I asked him how big his family was because it makes a difference depending on, you know, this guy had a seven-year-old daughter. I see. So she was not a climber. She wasn't the sort of person who's going to be, you know, climbing on doors to get up to ledges so she could throw rocks at the cat, you know. Right. He didn't have that sort of issues with this particular seven-year-old, at least that he was willing to admit. But I asked him if he loved his daughter. And mm. it wasn't surprising to me that he said he did. So <laughs> I'm going to ask you the same question. Are there any of the children that happen to be uh, living in your home that you don't love? No. No. No, okay. I
1: love my children and my grandchildren.
0: And the grandkids. Yes. Are there any of them that you would be okay with if, say, uh, I don't know, maybe a boiling pot of water came falling over and left them in the hospital? No. Okay. No. Well, I just gotta make sure we're clear on that. Yeah, we're (laughs) (laughs) the rest of the subjects we're talking about kind of hinge on that. You know, that may be an obvious question, but in many cases we are not doing the two bit safety items that keep our children out of the hospital. And we're gonna talk about those. A lot of them aren't even on our radar. So true. So let's start with the first one. There is this little piece of metal. It's called an anti tip bracket. Hmm.
1: Oh. It,
0: it goes yes. on the back side of your stove and oven. Yes, guilty. Guilty. You, you know what it is. Okay, and it's so. It's not installed. It's not installed.
1: <laughs> no. You open the stove door and the little three year old steps on it and the whole stove tips forward.
0: Yes, exactly. So let's say that we're boiling maybe some spaghetti. Mm. And I already mentioned the seven-year-old girl. Let's go there. She's excited to see how done the spaghetti is. Mm -hmm. So she pulls down that door. She steps on it, and now she's got scalding spaghetti in the water on her head.
1: Or if they're like my grandkids, they don't even bother to pull down the door. They just step on the handle of the warmer tray, and (laughs) they try to climb the handles. but (laughs) But yes. They have tried that before, and it's scary. The
0: point, then, of this segment is to put that sort of thing on your radar as the homeowner. How Um,
1: in the world do you install those, literally? I mean, I am a believer in that, but that is one of those things where it doesn't get done because I don't have a clue how to do it.
0: Well, the easiest answer to that is you could do a three-minute Google search, you know, how to install an anti-tip bracket. Oh. And there's about 300 videos on how to install those, but it's quite easy. The hardware is, I'm going to say, a dollar or two. Are you kidding? Yeah. And then you just screw it to the floor. The other end basically goes into a hole that is designed for anti-tip brackets on the backside of your stove. And then when little Johnny steps on the oven door, he pulls it down and steps on it. Then the whole thing doesn't go tipping over because the anti-tip bracket is there.
1: So it's that easy, and I've failed to get it done.
0: Yeah. And, you know, you are in the same boat as the 300 million other Americans who just don't have that on your radar. Mm-hmm. And that's why I took the pains to ask if you love your children, because, you know, we love them, but sometimes if stuff isn't on our radar, it doesn't get done.
1: We just love them, so we're busy buying them Happy Meals and running them to soccer and taking them to school. and Yes. The important things that aren't urgent do get put off. That's the problem. This is important but not urgent. Right. Speaking of the Stephen Covey Yeah, it kind of reminds
0: me of one of those books I was listening to. And one of the books had a point that I know you resonates with you as well. He said the main thing is to make the main thing the main thing.
1: The main thing, yes, exactly.
0: And, you know, if our children are the main thing, then we need to act like that. Mm. Part of the way to do that is to get little stuff. Well, is, is first to listen to this podcast and then to get those little things taken care of. So the first one is the anti-tip bracket. Wonderful. Okay.
1: Got to put that on my list ASAP.
0: Then we've got the handles on the stove. And there are child proof handles. Let's say you've got a gas stove.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And my grandchildren just love anything that's electronic.
1: Yeah, they just love to go push on those and play around. Yeah.
0: And, you know, if they see a handle or something and they want to go turn it because it looks like it's a good toy, maybe it's red, you know, and they want to just twist it and turn it, that's going to turn the gas on. It's push and turn, but
1: that doesn't stop them. I right. mean, honestly, a very young child can figure that out.
0: Right. And so then either you've got a gas source that is either lit or not lit. Either case, you've got a problem. If it's not lit, you're filling the house with gas and it's going to blow up. Right. If it is lit, now you've got an open flame and a child standing right there figuring out how he or she is about to get burned. mm. So that's item number two that I would put on your radar is that those handles need to be child protected if you've got that sort of a stove.
1: What if somebody's just struggling like crazy? What if their stove just isn't? I mean, are there things you can buy from certain sources to be able to take care of that?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's um,
1: covers that go for those.
0: Yeah. And you can go to places like Amazon and let's say you've got a brand X gas stove. You can do that search.
1: Maybe you could link that up on your website. Yeah. Help them out a I will
0: bit. have some of those available on the website. Of course, I'm not going to be able to have all of the brands for that. So I will have some. And you can get those that way or you can do your own search. Either way. Mm. I get paid about three cents when you go through my website. So do that. But Garth will
1: would. choose the best ones. That's right. The very best for
0: you. Well, I'll make it easier and more convenient <laughs> for you. Then you've got the grease fires. And I don't know about you, but the way I cook, speaking of the stove and oven, you know, you can have those grease fires. I mentioned that mice love bacon grease. Yes. And, you know, bacon is awesome, but you can't have those fires.
1: Been there, done that with the grease fires.
0: Yeah. So a person's first thought when you got those grease fires is you know, hey, it's fire, let's throw some water on it, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, mine usually happens from an overflowing pot of something that is either watery or greasy, Uh and then there just happens to be contact with the water or grease down in the burner.
0: Yeah, to be clear, yeah, you don't throw water on that because now you've got an explosion and you got hot grease and now it's blowing all over the place. And if you happen to be the kind of human being that has skin... You just landed in the hospital with a skin problem. (laughs) Yeah, that would be an emergency room visit, and you've probably got some life-threatening, potentially, skin burns.
1: Yeah, so far I've been able to handle it by just turning down the the burner, but once in a while it gets a little crazy if I leave the room. Yeah, so if you've got
0: that grease fire, your options are salt or soda, or better yet, have a fire extinguisher located next to your stove and oven.
1: Yeah, you know, I've always wanted to have one of those, but I don't. I yeah. do have the baking soda, but
0: yeah. So again, you know, it's a fairly simple fix. Baking soda costs what, a couple bucks?
1: And fire extinguishers are a lot more available now. Like I remember looking for one and not being able to find one to purchase, but they're a lot more available now.
0: Yeah, yes, they are. You can get them
1: for reasonable at prices. You know,
0: places like Granger is where I got mine.
1: Is that online?
0: Uh, They are online and Amazon, of course. Yes. And of course, you want to make sure you get the kind of fire extinguisher that is meant for grease fires. So there is that that we want to do. Now, I want to talk for a minute also. Let's hit the matches and lighters and children Mm. button.
1: Good topic.
0: Uh, (laughs) You know.
1: (laughs) The little pyromaniac is speaking.
0: (laughs) I was one of them.
1: I heard that. (laughs) Once.
0: Yeah, I think I was probably, I don't know, six or seven, and I thought fire was awesome. So I'd go collect all the paper I could out of the garbage can and go to the side of the house (laughs) and burn the paper. And then I'd get wood from wherever I could. This happened to be around some very combustible bushes, but I didn't know. I didn't care. I was just making fire, and I thought it was awesome.
1: You were the fire bug.
0: Yeah. So, you know, have that be on your radar as well as you're going through your kitchen looking for ways that your children can land themselves in the hospital or the morgue, you're going to want to make sure you know where those matches and the lighters are. (laughs) Because I'm not the only one that tried to kill myself as a child. No,
1: no, no, no. My little brother actually started a fire once. He got in the doghouse and started a fire outside the door of the doghouse. Luckily, my mom saw him, saw the fire and ran out there and, Put the fire out. This is when he was young, and I was in the house with my mom, and all of a sudden, out of the kitchen window, she sees this fire outside of the doghouse. He's trapped inside the doghouse. I
0: thought only teenagers were that (laughs) stupid.
1: He wasn't too old. Probably Probably... 11
0: though in the doghouse so he successfully trapped himself in there
1: yeah he was in the doghouse with his dog playing but he decided to start a fire outside the door of the doghouse but you know of course that heats up and the smoke goes in the doghouse and yeah it's pretty much a lethal trap but
0: i guess also in that category there's the electrical but we'll probably do that one in the next segment i was very good at trying to electrocute myself as a kid as well
1: oh yeah yeah
0: we'll go down that road Never leave cooking foods unattended. You know, and that sounds kind of obvious, but I do it. I'm oh, guilty. Oh, I
1: do it too. That's where I've had my boil overs. It's usually when I'm cooking pasta, and mm-hmm. I like to sometimes add a little oil to keep it from boiling over, but then if it boils over, you get the grease along with the Right the water, and it's a little bit crazy when it hits the burner.
0: You know, and I'm thinking what happens at that particular moment where, I don't know, maybe your back is turned or maybe you uh, leave the spaghetti and you need to go potty or whatever. you got something
1: that's going to take 20 minutes to cook and who wants to waste 20 minutes standing there doing nothing, you know? know, Standing (laughs) there watching. Very tempting to go check Facebook real quick or something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Very tempting. I'm sure I've done exactly that on multiple occasions. (laughs) We'll blame facebook for all this all right
1: we'll blame facebook so
0: you never leave the cooking foods unattended you know little johnny here's the scene you know little johnny comes in he says oh bacon let's see you know if it's ready yet and he goes climbing up and you know next thing we know we're taking johnny in the ambulance Mm. to the hospital electrical i'm going to resist the urge i'm going to push that over into the next segment we'll skip that one for a minute what about gas Have you ever had Um, drama with gas in your kitchen?
1: Just just a couple times, like you said, somebody turned the burner on and it was on. I mean, when you turn it on the lowest setting for Mm -hmm. the gas burner, at least on my stove, or range, probably I should be saying, Mm -hmm. first gas range I've had. Mm -hmm. And when you turn it on low, sometimes it actually flickers completely off. Oh. It's really. On a rare occasion, but I've had that happen.
0: And if and when it does, the flame is off, but the gas is not, and now you're filling your house with gas.
1: Exactly.
0: So, this is probably that moment where we should talk about, and this happened in the town that we're in, in the city that I live in, but it happened not too far away from here. I'm going to say less than a mile, where a lady called the gas company. And you heard this story? Yes, right?
1: and it was a it was a furnace issue though, right? Correct. Yes. Something yes. to do with the furnace.
0: She smelled gas. She called the gas company. They came out. The lady and the gas company employee went back in. They were checking out the furnace, and testing
1: testing with the gas meter to see if the proportions of gas to air were dangerous.
0: And they she were. She followed
1: him down there, right?
0: Right. And the house blew up, and all three of them died, the employee, the lady, and her baby. And her husband was, was her down arm.
1: the street looking for yes. something to see if he could get help maybe with this problem, and he saw the house blow up. Yeah,
0: so yeah, you've got traumatized survivor, you've got multiple people who are dead, you know, this happens. So if you've got that gas stove where maybe the flame flickers off occasionally, it only takes once, and then everybody's dead.
1: Yeah, I used to feel like I could leave and just leave it on low like that, but now I don't feel comfortable.
0: Right. So if you've got that gas appliance, you're going to want to make sure that it is reliable. You know, if it's 30 years old and you're just trying to squeeze another couple of weeks out of it.
1: And mine's really a pretty decent one. I mean, honestly, I won't mention the brand or anything, but it literally can flicker out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Another thing that is the home inspector, I notice, because I will turn on all four burners at once, whether we're talking gas or electric. Yeah. And I will notice that after, I don't know, 30 seconds, it's hot. And the microwave that is located two feet above that area is too hot to touch. Mm. And I'm thinking, I am I'm about to start melting this microwave.
1: (laughs) Right. And there's the obvious, I mean, it's obvious, but... The things that you've got located right next around the stove can be affected. I mean, if you've got like a wicker basket holding your bread or something like that, you got to right. realize that's a fire hazard.
0: Right. Then you want to take a look at your oven and maybe have an oven lock. That's another way to keep little Johnny from pulling that oven door down so that he can stand on it to have mm. that lock on there. And then the knob covers, we'd mentioned that earlier. Those can be had. Probably, I'm going to say the best source for that would be Amazon. Mm-hmm. And you can go to my website, get more information on there. I should have some links. Sometimes it's good to go down the obvious road just to make sure that we're all on the same page and then to spring the trap. You know we all love our kids, but based on our actions, sometimes we don't prove it.
1: yeah, that's true and and then you've got the issue too. you know I'm just going to throw this out here because it does have to do with kitchen safety that mm-hmm. you have contact with a hot ceramic style dish. Uh huh, and water—that's a, a not a good mix. That yeah. can actually explode the cookware. So you want to keep hot glass away from moisture. Any hot glass item that you happen to be taking out of your oven and you're placing it on your cooktop or your stove or your counter, or whatever, and you encounter moisture, you got a problem.
0: So our role is to again, is to help you keep your money in your wallet, your family out of the hospital, to empower parents so they can keep their family safe and spend your money on going to the theater as opposed to going to the emergency room. I would have you just be aware of all of those things. Just take a quick look in your kitchen as a result of having listened to this segment and just see what potentials there are. You know, it doesn't take very long. It's the $10, $10,000 fix. Uh, in this case, it might be one minute's worth of inspection just to make sure that you don't have those sorts of problems and you know, when you do the fix, is fairly easy. It's a few minutes out of your day, but it's a whole lot fewer minutes than going to the ER to take care of little Johnny.
1: Right. So You want to just enjoy those fun memories in your kitchen with your meal times. And yeah.
0: Have your memories be of the pizza that gets thrown at the walls, as opposed to the, the
1: disasters that could ha- yeah, could the, or could happen.
0: The, the disasters. Yes. Oh,
1: the knobs. The knobs too can be a problem. Have you ever had? Have you ever noticed the cabinet knobs that are sticking up? And they've got, like, the prong that sticks up. Well, then you've got little kids that jump up on the counter. They jump off the counter. And as they're jumping down, their shorts or their pant legs catch on Uh these knobs that protrude up and jerk them down. I've had that happen.
0: Yeah, you've had that happen. I have. Okay. Hard-earned experience from (laughs) Heidi to help the rest of us be a little bit safer.
1: One more tip for you there.
0: More information at masteryourmansion.com. And finally, and as always, be yourself, everybody else is taken.